good to have you back here on Highlights with Jim Watkins and your Rancher Radio, the podcast. And I'm very pleased to have on the program with me a gentleman that I've known for many, many years. You've heard him on a previous Urantia radio podcast, and he is a remarkable man. He's done well over 100 uh, public speaking events talking about the Urantia book and research that he has done, as well as aggregated on his site, ubethenews.com, and also his incredible work of aggregating other research that stretches back decades on scientific and historic validation of the Arantia book, and you'll find all of that information on ubannotated.com, and I'm so pleased to have with us on the program, Halbert Katzen. Uh, Halbert, uh, you have people who have done this incredible research, and they are literally supplying you with this research right now. Tell us about that. that. that that's the whole point of it, really. Um, is uh, to find the best bits out there that uh, I can and integrate it as quickly as I can. I mean, with a project like this, it's endless amounts of work. There's so many worthwhile things to uh, integrate into the annotations. And um, so it just develops the way it does for various reasons. But, um, yeah, it's, that that is the idea, and that's one of the things that's, so much more satisfying to me on a personal level with this project compared to UB the News, where UB the News was a much more narrowly defined project, and it just devolved on me to do most of the research and writing and uh, in order to present it in a way that would have uh, the consistency I was looking for and, and the outreach opportunities and so forth. So with uh, ubannotated.com, your focus uh, is to aggregate past as well as present and ongoing research that validates all topical areas of the Arantia book. That's quite a challenge. I, I think that it's important to mention that uh, probably the reason for that is because the nature of this work certainly did precede me by decades, and, and people uh, were... Uh, working on issues of how new discoveries uh, increasingly support history uh, in the Urantia book well before I got started and work uh, by people like Phil Calabrese and um, Robert Sarmast, as you mentioned, uh, the, their efforts were very comforting to me when I got started and very inspirational. It made me feel much more secure that I was going down a road that would lead somewhere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and, and there were others before them. I, I'm mentioning the two that were uh, closest to me in time who had been giving some presentations and developing projects and such, but um, it's important to remember yeah, that this has been the work of uh, many Urantia book readers uh, for many years, um, and the main difference I brought to it was to develop it for outreach rather than having an inside conversation about it. And uh, I, I'd like to think I brought a higher degree of rigor to the process. Uh, but it's also important to mention I have had a much easier job than my predecessors. So... Uh, when you be the news got started, the internet was up and working, and I could search out all kinds of stuff on the internet. 
and many of the people who got started decades ago didn't have that opportunity and, and remember how much more difficult it, it was back then. Let's talk about a recent report regarding the sign of the times and the uh, connecting the dots that you've done with some contemporary events, including a very famous solar eclipse that occurred that has got you quite intrigued. Tell us about that. Yeah, yeah. the unusual solar event uh, that relates to the Urantia book, or events, as we will discover here, um, it starts with uh, the full solar eclipse uh, on Jesus' birthday two years ago today, uh, August 21st, 2017. That eclipse uh, went from the west coast to the east coast, and uh, its path went through southern Illinois. And um, in uh, seven years, roughly from that date, on April 8, 2024, we have another eclipse. Uh, that date corresponds with the date that the Urantia book gives as the day in the tomb between the crucifixion and the resurrection. So both of those dates are significant in the Urantia book and um, correspond uh, in a uh, respective way. That is, the birth date is the first eclipse and, you know, is passing into the next stage of uh, his service to our universe uh, was the second date. Um, and that eclipse goes from like, Texas up to Maine. And it also uh, cuts through southern Illinois and it crisscrosses the path of the first eclipse within 10 miles of a place known as the Bald Knob Cross of Peace, which features a 111-foot cross that was built in, uh, started uh, in the mid-50s, not long after the Ranch book was published, they got the idea to do this, to build it. Um, and it was created by a group of interdenominational Christians who were gathering for 20 years since the mid-30s, around the time the Ranch book was completed, uh, to uh, celebrate Easter, uh, the sunrise service on Bald Knob, which overlooks the whole southern valley of southern Illinois in the Shawnee National Forest area. And that is also a um, interesting note in itself that uh, the Urantia book um, talks about uh, the prophet Tenskwatawa, who predicted an eclipse, and uh, he was Shawnee. So two solar eclipses. The first was August 21st, 2017. Of course, August 21st, Jesus' birthday. The next solar eclipse set to occur in a few years, seven years actually, uh, that is going to be taking place on the same day as Jesus rose from his uh, rose from the tomb according to the Urantia book so two extremely significant dates also the eclipse uh, happens to occur at the exact spot where there is a, a, a 111 foot cross next to the Shawnee forest where there was a Shawnee prophet who happens to be mentioned one of the few Indian uh, tribes mentioned in the Urantia book 
who actually prophesied about a future solar eclipse. Wow. But you're telling me there's even more to this fascinating story. It came to my attention that 2021, the year 2021, uh, which, of course, is right between 2017 and 2024, uh, 2021 is the 4,000th anniversary of the arrival of Melchizedek. The Urantia yeah. book says that Melchizedek arrived 1,973 years before Jesus was born. Mm-hmm. So with that information, we can do a little math and come to the realization that 2021 is the 4,000th anniversary. Uh of Melchizedek. And and this is really intriguing because the phrase signs of the times is only used twice in the Urantia book, and both times it's spoken by Jesus. And in, in one of those instances, uh, he says, when the world has passed through the long winter of material-mindedness, and you discern the coming of the spiritual springtime of the new dispensation, should you know that the summertime of the new visitation draws near? So that statement that comes in a paragraph where Jesus is talking about signs of the time, first calls our attention to, you know, an obvious thing, the spiritual springtime of the new dispensation. Uh, do we discern that with the fifth epical revelation? You know, does that line up pretty well? Probably so. It's pretty darn hard to get away from that association, I think. That's pretty compelling when you tie all of these Urantia book ideas together and then put two and two together. Let's put more than two and two together. It is qualified at the beginning with the statement, when the world has passed through the long winter of material mindedness and you discern the coming of the spiritual springtime of the new dispensation. Okay, so your actual book readers who are um, reluctant to associate this with the Urantia book, the new dispensation, the springtime of the new dispensation, will say uh, we're, we're still far too material minded to have passed through the long winter of material-mindedness. So you see, you can't associate the Urantia book with the new dispensation necessarily. But at paper 195, section 6, paragraph 4, it says, at the time of this writing, which I will remind us is now over 80 years ago, 60 years since publication, At the time of this writing, the worst of the materialistic age is over. The day of a better understanding is already beginning to dawn. So if you're wondering what the Urantia book authors think about that question of the long winter of material-mindedness and whether, you know, we've passed through the long winter, well, the worst of it's over. I mean, how much more of a hint do we need? So... I think it's important to mention that this is actually doubled up on. It's not just that 
the Urantia book mm-hmm. is an obvious thing to associate with the new dispensation. There's also a qualifier and a teaching related to that qualifier. Well, you can't deny that there are a lot of dots to be connected here. The eclipse, the dates, the occur, the cross, the Shawnee reference, 2021 being the fourth thousandth year anniversary of Melchizedek coming to our world and teaching monotheism. Of course, his uh, primary student, Abraham, and what he has done uh, in affecting all contemporary religions. Then we talk about the dispensation, the clues. My God, this is this is fascinating. Uh, one must certainly read up on this, and you can, and I encourage you to go and check out UB Annotated and look for the Sign of the Times report. Uh, how, ca- how can people reach you? Just by getting on UBAnnotated.com, U-B-A-N-N, O-T-A-T-E-D.com. The actual contact button for emailing is down in the lower right-hand corner. You'll see one of those little envelopes. But then the contact button will also allow you to uh, get on the email list and and receive updates. And I'm enjoying updates to the website all the time, you know, because people pass me interesting information. Hal Katzen, thank you so, so much. Very intriguing. Always good to catch up with you. And congratulations on your work with UB The News and UBAnnotated.com. And also thanks to you for joining us this time up on Your Rancher Radio. And we'll see you again next time. Don't forget to visit our site, YourRancherRadio.net. Talk to you soon.